not everything is supposed to be in your life forever. I don't even think anything is supposed to be in your life forever because that's the beauty of life. It's continuously evolving and growing and, and falling apart and being rebuilt and then collapsing again and then growing back stronger. Like everything is in motion. Everything is so fluid and ever-changing. And sometimes we can cling on to what we know to be familiar and hope that if we hold on tight enough that things won't have to change, things won't have to break away, but you're just kidding yourself. Welcome to Doing It For The Dharma. In this series, I'll be interviewing inspiring women who are following their soul's calling. I'm your host, Maddie Lynch, the vegan yogi traveler, where it is my mission to connect with and spread the message of empowering women on this planet so you too can have the courage and knowledge to take the leap and follow your life purpose. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Doing It For The Dharma. I want to wish you all a beautiful new year, a happy 2020 filled with love and joy and clarity and peace and growth. I just hope that you've had a nourishing entry into this new foundation of life. And Yeah, I would love to share a little bit before we dive into the episode about how I spent my entry into 2020. So I was actually super, super spontaneously in Berlin at a beautiful conscious gathering. So it was a it was a bit of a combination between a winter retreat and a festival. So it was elements of both. So they really had the intention to keep elements of the retreat. So silence in the morning and silence during eating and meditation and consciousness and yeah, just being mindful of your behavior and and the way in which you interact within your space and within the people. Well, at the same time, there was elements of this festival vibe where, where there was loads of really cool workshops going on and yoga and ecstatic dance. And it was just absolutely incredible. And the people there were just so high vibe and uh, all the meals were completely vegan and there was no alcohol, there was no drugs. It was just, yeah, it was just pure bliss. And I'm so, so grateful that I got to have this experience. I got to spend it with my two friends as well, Sarah and Niels, which was just so amazing. So yeah, I'd love to share a little bit about that before we dive into the episode. So yeah, basically when we arrived in Berlin in the evening, we all brought like some food to share and there was about 100 people there. And we had this beautiful vegan potluck and everyone, yeah, shared all this amazing food and it was so cool because we all had to queue up to get the food but then nobody started eating until everyone had their plate and then we ate for the entire meal in just silence and wow like I've never done this before properly or fully 
And I was eating super, super slowly. I was like closing my eyes and tasting the food. And each bite of food was something different because there was so much food that people brought. So I took a little piece of everything. And wow, it was incredible. Like never before has a carrot felt orgasmic. Like it was just insane how this level of stillness, this level of mindfulness impacts the way in which you taste and experience the food. So that that within itself was extremely powerful and beautiful. And after dinner, we had some meditation and opening circle. And yeah, it was just a super, super chilled evening, super chilled entry into the festival. And then the next day, it was New Year's Eve, and there was a few workshops. In the day, I went to a bodywork workshop, which is essentially uh, basically massage, but you're using your body parts to massage the other person. So you can get super, super creative with it. So yeah, we were using our feet to (laughs) massage people, which sounds a little bit gross, but it was really fun. And just using our shoulders and our chest and yeah, it was really, really cool. I really enjoyed it because I, I haven't really heard much about body work before. So it was really nice to experience that. And there was an acro yoga workshop, which was so much fun that I went to. There was yin yoga with journaling for the new year. Oh, it was just so amazing. And there was music and concerts. And I also love that they had like two chill rooms as well. So there was always workshops running throughout the day. You had a choice of two like either go to acro or go to another type of workshop. And um, but there was always two rooms. One was Ram Dishtila, which means like the room of silence in German. So it was just like a room to sleep in or just meditate or relax. And then the other room was the chilling and chatting room. And there was basically pillows and blankets all over the floors. And you could just chill out, relax, have a little chat if you want to, have some deep talks if you need to. It was just such a beautiful, sacred space to be in. And yeah, for New Year's Eve, I went to that bodywork workshop in the day. And then in the evening, after dinner, there was ecstatic dance, which is so much fun. Oh my God, I love it so much. I'm so addicted to ecstatic dance now. And then after ecstatic dance, we entered the new year in a meditation So at midnight, we were all meditating. And then after midnight, we did a hugging meditation where you had to go around the room and and give your friends or people you've interacted with a hug and just say what you wish them for the new year. And it was so beautiful. And it was so cute because when I hugged Sarah, my very good friend, she just started crying. And it was, oh, it was just so magical. I just felt so much joy and so much connection it was just super super special and yeah it was just so nice to have a conscious new year I mean for the past I think four new years I haven't had any alcohol I've just had a super super chill time but it was amazing to be around a lot of people who were also on that vibe it was really special and then after our hugging meditation we went upstairs and there was a beautiful 
sound healing experience where everyone just had their yoga mats down and blankets and pillows and there was this guy who had like loads of gongs and sound bowls and amazing instruments and he was going through like each of the chakras and playing playing music to yeah awaken and heal the chakras and wow it was so incredible like I think it was the best new year I've ever had (laughs) so far um yeah, and then the next day in the morning, it was always amazing vegan brunch with everything like, oh, just freshly made. Like, what did we have for brunch? There was like coconut chia seed pudding. There was fresh fruits, coconut and soy yogurt. Um, oh, there was all these types of breads, which I couldn't eat, but whatever. <laughs> and yeah, just just really, really like good food. I was super impressed by the quality. And yeah, during the day there was yoga and I went to a contact improvisation workshop, which was so cool because I've seen people do this at ecstatic dance, but I wasn't sure like what the name was or what it was entirely. And this is basically, it's basically like a combination of loving or affectionate wrestling dance and movement where two people come together sometimes even more I think and they use their body as like a surface to roll over each other and create create dance through contact and I I can't really explain it very well because I've only you know had this one experience but it looks super super beautiful I can really recommend go check it out contact improv like give it have a little look on YouTube and yeah, it's just super, super incredible. And everything's improvised. There's no like established routine. Everything's unfolding spontaneously in the moment. And yeah, it was so, so fun to do that. It was it was a little bit challenging in some areas, but some some things I was I was good at and other things not. Um but I think I really want to dive into this in the new year. I've I've had a little look to see to see if there's any workshops in Hamburg. So I'm definitely going to try and check it out. But yeah, oh gosh, it was just super, super magical. And then, on uh, yeah, so on the first, there was, yeah, another mantra concert and a lady singing beautifully. And wow, it was just overall such an empowering experience. And I met some amazing people uh, so I feel like I have some friends now in Berlin, <laughs> which is really cool because I think, yeah, Berlin has a lot to offer as a city. It's so artsy and creative and there's so much there going on, especially in the spiritual scene. So I definitely have a reason to go back a few more times now, which is really cool. And I was super proud of myself as well because the whole, uh, thing, the whole, like, yeah event was in mainly in German there was only two workshops in English um and everything else was in German and yeah I'm so proud because I understood so much and I don't think I gave myself enough credit before because there's always so many cool workshops happening in Hamburg that I want to go to but I never go to because I'm like oh it's in German no point like I won't understand it but it made me realize actually I understand a lot and I can communicate pretty well in German like I really surprised myself and I guess I surprised the people there too they're like oh wow you've only been here a year and a half like your German's pretty good 
Um, and I know that Germans wouldn't just say that because they don't just bullshit you like we do in the British or US cultures. Maybe we sometimes fake it to be nice, but it's so inauthentic. So when I get compliments from Germans about my German, I know it's fucking real. So yeah, super, super cool. So now I'm going to try and go to more German events in Hamburg and connect with German people. And I really have like now got this new desire to really try and speak the language. Like before I'm like, it was just like passively learning, but um, yeah, I feel like I'm going to make a lot more of an effort now because it is so cool to be able to speak another language. Um, and yeah, like it's important if you live in the city, you live in the country where you need to kind of speak the language really well. You don't need to, this is a thing, but I think out of respect for the culture and the people, I think it's super beautiful when you can communicate with them in, in their own language, you know? So yeah, that was my new year. And now I'm back home in Hamburg and I am packing up my entire life because I am moving, I'm moving out of my flat. And that goes with another backstory and kind of the reason I wanted to make this episode to share with you some things happening within my life and maybe see where you can apply the lessons I've been learning to your life too. And I really just want to explore this topic of living an authentic life and what that really means. So the reason that I'm moving out of my flat is because I decided to close the door on a very beautiful and very nourishing two and a half year relationship with my partner or my ex-partner, I guess I should say now. It's kind of weird to get used to saying ex. Um, But yeah, I just realized that this relationship as beautiful as it was, was just not serving me anymore and was not it was not accustomed to my soul's needs and my soul's calling so this is something that I came to realize during my women's tantra teacher training course which you can listen all about to on my few previous episodes and it just made me yeah realize what I really want from a relationship and what I really want from a romantic partner a lover and I think the thing is, is that we get too accustomed to staying within our comfort zone and what we know is familiar. And even though there's nothing wrong within your relationship, it still doesn't mean that it's the right one for you if there's this internal longing for something more, something deeper, which is is what I've really been feeling since I've been exploring this, this tantric path of acknowledging that there is this capacity for more depth within a relationship and and in particular more spiritual depth and connection which I feel is a very important soul lesson of mine and one that perhaps my ex-partner didn't necessarily share so yeah even though we had this beautiful relationship with so much love and We would sing and dance in the kitchen and we were like best friends essentially, but still there was something missing. So I decided to take the leap, take the risk of 
if I leave this person, maybe I won't find such a special connection again. But I'm here to tell you that the risk is worth taking if it means living in alignment with your authentic truth. And this can be pretty scary, especially when there's no fallback, especially, yeah, when nothing's necessarily happened. And I think this is something I struggled with initially because there's a lot out there. There's a lot online of like reasons to break up with your partner or signs that things aren't working out. But there's nothing on whether you should break up when things are going good, but not meeting your deeper needs. So yeah, this was something that I was toying with in my mind for a while. And then I kind of realized that, oh, I kind of realized that, wow, I, I don't, I don't want to spend the holidays with my partner or his family. And this realization was really triggering for me because I thought, wow, how do I want to spend it? I, I want to be by myself or I want to be with my friends. I want to be doing some conscious spiritual activities. And a lot of my focuses have been, yeah, on just areas of myself and growth And when you realize that, yeah, like what you want is not what you're living, then you meet this crossroads of, okay, do I just go along and and go to the event and go spend time with the family and do the things just because it's what we've always done and it's what people do? Or do I want to step out of the comfort zone and follow my truth? which is scary, is fucking scary, but I think this is what it's about. Like, this is this is living a life filled with authenticity, is living your truth. And I'm really grateful because one of my sisters came around mine and I was, I was sharing with her how I was feeling, you know. I, I don't feel this alignment within my relationship. I want something deeper, I want something tantric, I don't want to go away for the holidays with the family, and she was like, sister, if you don't want to go, don't go, and I was like, wow, I forgot I had the power, I forgot I had the power to control my reality, and I'm so grateful for that because it just flipped a switch in my head where I realized, wait, who, who am I living this life for? For me or for another person? And sometimes this is scary, right? Because when I look back and reflected, I've done a lot of things for this other person. I've moved across the world and then moved cities twice. And I thought, where am I doing something for me now? And I realized now is the time. Now is the time to step into my truth. Now is the time to step into my power and my role to live life as an authentic and empowered woman. And since I made this decision to consciously exit the relationship, I haven't felt so good in such a long time, which really surprised me because, like I said, my relationship was beautiful and I was, I was content. I was, well, I was content enough. I was happy within myself, within the person, with with the person, but yeah, this deep aspect of me longed for more, and I, I didn't know it consciously, but as soon as I did, now I just feel so free. 
I feel so free to be the truest expression of myself. And I've been doing so many things for me now. I've been going to way more yoga classes. I've been going ecstatic dancing. I've been dancing around my room. I've been making art. I've been taking baths. I've been writing so much poetry. And I just feel so fucking good. And even my friends are like, whoa, like you're glowing. Like, what? (laughs) And it's so funny because... So many people, you know, close to me who know about the ending of my relationship, like, oh, how are you doing? Like, this must be really hard. And I'm like, honestly, I'm doing fucking great. And they're like, yeah, but it must be so hard. But no, it's not hard. Like, it's flow, it's fluidity, it's ease and grace. What what would be hard would be to stay, stay where I was stagnant and stay where I was stuck. That is, That would be the hard thing. And this is the easy thing to now fall back into my own power, my own truth, and my own authenticity. And yeah, I just wanted to share this personal story with you because maybe you've been feeling the same way about certain areas of your life, maybe not necessarily a relationship that isn't serving you, but maybe a career or maybe a particular person in your life or maybe an activity that you do that just is not serving you or is not fulfilling you as it once did. And that's okay because not everything is supposed to be in your life forever. I don't even think anything is supposed to be in your life forever because that's the beauty of life. It's continuously evolving and growing and and falling apart and being rebuilt and then collapsing again and then growing back stronger. Like everything is in motion. Everything is so fluid and ever-changing. And sometimes we can cling on to what we know to be familiar and hope that if we hold on tight enough that things won't have to change, things won't have to break away, but you're just kidding yourself. In this way, you're just being trapped in an illusion because things need to change. Things need to flow. And that's scary, but that's okay. Because when you do take the decision to follow your authentic truth. Everything that's been holding you back is just going to melt away and so many doors are going to open. So many beautiful opportunities are going to appear to you. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about how can you live in alignment with your authentic truth. And I really like this that I heard on a podcast before. And it's this idea of if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I like to use that with myself, with friends. If I ask someone, hey, you want to do something and they're hesitating, I'm like, wait, wait. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And sometimes you have to ask yourself that in your relationship, which is hard because on some days it will be a hell yes and some days it won't. But you have to look at the overall pattern. You have to look at how you've been feeling consistency. And yeah, and you can ask that as well in terms of your career or the friends that you have in your life. Are they supporting your vision? Are they supporting your well-being? If it's not a hell yes, then you got to let them go. This is the time to bring in and welcome in people who fully support the vision that you hold who fully appreciate your energy and all that you can offer within this world. 
And if they don't support that, if they're not there by your side when you need them the most, then why are you still holding on to them? When you let go of what is no longer serving you, so many new beautiful people, beautiful experiences, beautiful opportunities are going to fall right into your lap. And you've been wondering, well, where were you before? How did I not see this? Well, you couldn't see this because you had your life filled with these people or situations or jobs or activities that were taking up space. And in order to welcome in fresh, new, radiant, positive energy experiences, people, you need to clear the space for that. You need to get rid of all the clutter. And it's scary. It's scary. But non-attachment is something that I feel is one of the most important lessons as a human on this planet. The ability to not be attached to any situations, any outcomes, any people, any experiences, any things. And I mean, like, hey, we live in a consumerist society. We have so many things, so much stimuli, so much going on, and we hoard, we hoard, we hoard, we store, we store. And we get so attached to our possessions and the people around us because it's this fear of change. It's this fear of motion and fluidity. And this is something that I feel like we all need to try and step into is how can you, how can you allow yourself to cut the ties, cut the binds of attachment? And I'd say the best place to start would be with your material items. Like how about you go clear out your closet, all the shit you haven't worn in the past six months and donate it or give it away or do a clothes swap because you need to get used to this idea of change. Like if you look back at your life, even on the past year, I'm sure you would have realized that so much change has happened in your life and so much change will continue to happen in your life. So this is the most natural thing on earth. It's like the change of the seasons, right? From winter to spring to summer to autumn, like the leaves on the trees are falling away and sprouting and growing and blossoming and blooming and falling away and sprouting and growing. It's just a continuous cycle of change. So we need to fully embrace this idea of non-attachment rather than see it as something to be scared of and once you are able to be non-attached to your material items and you can move on to non-attachment to people which is really hard especially as creatures social creatures we can be very attached to people because yeah we're tribal animals we need these connections but at the same time we need to realize when people need to be let go of as well. And it can be hard when you love them. But this attachment is just suffering. Like, like you know, Buddha says, <laughs> I won't misquote him, but like this whole like philosophy of being attached to worldly desires, people, things, is the ultimate suffering on the planet. And as soon as you can let go you are free. And I know this is easier said than done, 
And I feel like this is something I'm actually really good at. Like my mom always says, like, wow, like you have a skill. Like, cause I'm, I'm very, very quick to fall in love, but just as easily I can let people go. And before I think I let people go in a very toxic way where I could very easily just cut them out of my life and almost ghost them, which I know is so, so toxic. But now I feel like within the past, I don't know, three years, I've been able to let people go from my life with compassion, with ease, and with grace. And when it comes to an ending of a relationship with someone who's been in your life for a long time, letting them go doesn't have to be all this drama and hatred and jealousy. Like, it's just so much more beautiful when you can fully appreciate all of the wonderful memories that you've made together and fully still still see all of the beautiful qualities that the person has without having to hold the resentment towards them. So with my very recent ex-partner now, like I... I still care about him so much and I just want him to thrive and to be happy. And yeah, I I really hold this vision of him welcoming in new love and a love that serves him on his own resonance. And I really want that for him. Like it's just it's super, super interesting, this idea of, yeah, non-attachment to the relationship and non-attachment to the beautiful home I was living in and all of the yeah the space that I've created and yeah I just think this is something that we need to try and explore in life because as scary as it is like I said as soon as you let go as soon as you close the door with ease and grace you're welcoming in the new and the way that we end anything is the way that we begin something else. So if you're ending a relationship with toxicity, with drama, with fights, with arguments, this is the energy you're bringing forth for the new. You really don't want the same toxic energy to be carried through. So why not close the door with ease, grace, compassion, and love and have your new beginning within the same resonance? And yeah, I think this comes back again to living in alignment with your authentic truth. And for me personally, authenticity is just being your complete self, is knowing your needs fully and honoring and respecting that without worrying about what anyone else is going to think. And nowadays, I think authenticity is an unfortunately kind of rare to come across and to experience and I just think it can be so game-changing because when you come into your authentic power you're going to attract more people around you within the same authentic resonance and one of the ways that I was in my authentic power as I mentioned over Christmas was making this decision that actually I don't want to spend Christmas and New Year's with my ex's family this is before we broke up and I realize what I really want is to just be with people who lift me up and be with people on my vibe. And 
yeah, like some of my friends in Hamburg had the same and we, we all spent Christmas together and we said no to our families and to our partner's families. We said no to filling expectations and obligations just for, you know, a holiday that we celebrate, even though any, no one's actually Christian, but whatever. So yeah, we came together, the four of us, and had a witchy Christmas. And it was so, so beautiful. We all brought some vegan food to share. So I made a really nice pumpkin and mushroom nut roast. And we had like basically a traditional Christmas dinner, but veganized. Oh my God, it was so good. And it was just so nice to spend Christmas with close women in my life who we all support each other's vision. We're all on this like same path of like self-exploration and tapping into our spirituality and yeah, like it was just so, so empowering. And we literally just spoke nonstop for eight hours straight. <laughs> um, yeah, drinking glühwein or alcohol-free glühwein. Basically, yeah, like mold wine, but um, the alcohol-free alcohol version. So like a spicy, warm fruit punch. It was so delicious. And I made a gingerbread cheesecake for dessert and... I bought us all little journals and um, I guided some journaling activities that we did to review the year and the energies we wanted to bring in for the new year. And we did some oracle card readings and wow, like it was so amazing. I honestly think it was the best Christmas I've ever had so far. Um, and again, because I chose to step into my authentic truth and do actually what my soul wanted to do rather than what other people wanted me to do and and it's hard it's hard to say no to family it's hard to not be able to meet the expectations that people place upon you but why why are you living for other people like what kind of life is that like when you live for other people you're just going to build resentment and we all know where resentment gets you right you end up damaging the relationships creating this yeah toxic environment where there's all these expectations that haven't been met and there's resentments and there's anger and frustration. Like you can cut out all the crap. If you just say no to what doesn't light you up, whatever is not, you know, like whatever is not in alignment with what you want to do, like, fuck it. Don't do it because when you're on your deathbed, you're going to look back at your life and think, wow, like I lived each day in my most authentic truth, to my fullest capacity, you don't want to look back at your life and, and think about all the things you wish you did, but you didn't do because of what others wanted you to do. Like, fuck that. Fuck that. Like, stay true to you. Stay true to your path. And when you live in alignment with your own authentic truth, you're going to inspire other people to do the same. And think about what a beautiful world we would be living in when everyone's living their authentic truth everyone's able to set clear and healthy boundaries. People are happy to cut out toxic people. People are not attached to outcomes or situations. Like what a magical world we would live in if we were all in alignment with this whole philosophy. So I just wanted to share that with you guys to, yeah, give you a little bit of insight on what's been happening in my life while at the same time maybe applying some of the same lessons to your own life or maybe reflecting back and seeing how some of these lessons can be integrated into your own experiences and I'm not advocating like you know like end your relationship or quit your job or 
or whatever. I'm just asking you to reflect on your life and really see what resonates. Look at the things you're doing and ask yourself, am I doing them because that's what I want to do? That's what's in my truth? Or am I doing them to fulfill some kind of obligation or expectation that you're trying to meet? Because if you're living to please others, you're going to live an unfulfilled life. And as human beings, like we all just want to be fulfilled at a soul level. Like we all came here with a purpose and a mission. And I know that we all just want to be able to fulfill that the best that we can. So this is the way in which you can live your dharma, live your truth. It's just asking yourself, what is really in alignment with me right now? Like forget everyone else, forget other people's opinions or advice, forget the patterns that people have around you and just see what really works for you and when you live from this place of authenticity when you live from this place of trust following your own inner guidance inner compass so many blessings will be showered upon you will be rained upon you and you'll wonder wow why wasn't I living like this before so I wanted to share that it's 2020 2020 vision like I feel like this is a really really big year energetically this is a time that we are releasing all that is no longer in alignment so just explore that maybe have a little bit of a journal maybe do some meditation and see which areas that need a little bit of a purging whether that's physically or energetically or emotionally so yeah I hope I hope my experiences have been helpful to you within this area. I hope it's given you a little bit of inspiration and a little bit to to think about. So, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. Write me on Instagram, The Vegan Yogi Traveler, or on my Facebook page, also The Vegan Yogi Traveler. And if this episode helped you in any way, please, please pass it along to a friend or a family member who may need to hear this message right now. This is a very new podcast, and any sharing is, yeah, always super appreciated. And it's going to come right back to you in the lore of karma, the lore of resonance. Definitely check out the episode. It's so interesting. And a few little messages I'd like to share for those in Hamburg in February on the 2nd of the 2nd. I have a brand new six-week beginner yoga course starting. And yeah, this is a deep dive for beginners. We'll not just be teaching not just be going over the yoga postures, but we'll be diving into the philosophy of yoga and how you can integrate all of these areas into your life. We'll be looking at mudras, hand gestures, pranayama, breath work. We'll be exploring different mantras and yeah, just how you can live a yogic lifestyle, not just on the mat, but off the mat too. And yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to this course. I just finished teaching one uh, a couple of weeks ago and it's it's been so incredible to see the transformation of my students of them going from like no yoga to being able to take part in a full level one beginner vinyasa flow class was just so cool and yeah a few of them were sharing with me like how yoga's now changed their lives and they've made so many positive changes at home and their family are noticing and they just feel like 
now they can't live without yoga, which is exactly how it was with my yoga journey, which is just so cool. And yeah, if you want to hear more about my yoga journey, check out my recent episode, How to Become a Successful Yoga Teacher. Even if you don't want to become a yoga teacher, I think you can apply the methodology to whichever area you'd like to succeed in. So yeah, for sure, check that out. I've also decided to rerun my Shakti Awakening workshop. I can't remember the date off the top of my head, but it should be coming up uh, towards the end of January uh, for those who wanted to attend last time. And yeah, I also, I don't think I mentioned yet on the podcast, I've had a lot going on. I've, I completed my Akashic Record reading uh, training with Ashley Wood from Manifest This, who will be coming on the podcast in oh, it is January already, so in a few weeks, which I'm just so excited about. And I already gave a Akashic Record reading to someone in the US. And I didn't, I don't know this lady at all. I really wanted to practice on strangers because the less that I know about them, the more I can trust the channeling that's coming through. And it was such a powerful reading. Like, the lady was so shocked. She's like, whoa, like everything you said is so spot on and was just telling me all the areas in her life which relates to the information that I was given. So yeah, I'm super, super excited to dive deeper into my Akashic Record readings. And I feel like lately my channeling has just been become so much more clear because what is crazy is that on the the morning of my breakup, or the morning after I ended our relationship, I had a missed call from a very special soul sister in my life, Petra, who I've done my quantum healing hypnosis work with. And I don't have a podcast episode on this, but I have a YouTube video, which I did about my experiences, which you can find on my channel, Maddie Lynch. And um, yeah, we keep, we keep in close contact and I hadn't spoken to her for a while. I would say like, I don't know, six weeks. Uh, just because I was in Denmark and busy and had a lot on. And the morning that, uh, the morning after I ended um, my relationship, she had a missed call. I'm like, huh, okay. And I rang her back and yeah, I just told her like everything I've been going through and what's happening. And it was so, so healing. And we ended up doing a spontaneous um, healing session together and it just gave me so much clarity and so much insight. And yeah, I was just like, wow, like amazing that the universe just sends you the support when you really, you need it the most, right? So since then, I've just felt so within my power, so within alignment with my truth. And yeah, I feel like my card readings and have been becoming really strengthened like I've had a few Reiki clients and during the Reiki sometimes I get messages and yeah recently I had this one lady come over for Reiki and again I didn't know her at all and during the session I was just bombarded with all these messages about her life and all these like really particular details and and after my sessions I always do a oracle card reading and I was like, hey, before we do the card reading, do you mind if I share with you some of the things that was channeled through me just to see if they resonate? And everything I shared, like, was just accurate, like, to this craziest, craziest details. It kind of blew me away and it blew her away because 
she wasn't into like Reiki or spirituality. She was just, it was her last resort. She was going through a hard time and really, really needed something different. And yeah, both of us were really surprised. And um, yeah, the winter festering, I winter gathering festival in Berlin. I was, I did a few card readings and I was just like channeling all this information. Like, wow. Yeah. It's just so interesting. Like when you, when you are living in alignment with your authentic truth, that you're more, you're more connected with the wisdom and the guidance of your higher self. So it kind of makes sense, but yeah, it was, it was super, super exciting. So yeah, if you are in Hamburg and you would be interested in a Reiki session with me, definitely uh, let me know. You can go on my website, theveganyogitraveler.com. I have a whole section on Reiki. I've written a blog about what it is and yeah, how the appointments work. So you can, you can always send me a little message if you have any questions and yeah guys like I said I've had a lot on so I haven't been able to um do any interviews too recently I was hoping to interview a new beautiful friend Deborah from Soul Steps Dance um we're actually having a workshop together this Saturday the 4th yoga dance and free movement ah Deborah's so inspiring she led the the dance warm-up before ecstatic dance on the full moon on the 12th the 12th and it was so much fun and after ecstatic dance she came up to me and said that I danced so beautifully which is so sweet and then we connected really well and yeah now we're doing this workshop together on Saturday so definitely come along to that if you're about and I will be interviewing Deborah hopefully soon but yeah guys my life is a little bit all over the place. As I mentioned, I'm like transitioning between moving out and soon I'm going back to the UK. So I'm going to try and get some fresh interviews to you soon. I will definitely be releasing a weekly episode from now on, just um, the day of the week, maybe a little bit different each time. But I think everyone who listens to this podcast is down with that. You're all pretty spontaneous souls. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. I'll wrap it up. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for holding the space, supporting my vision, and I'll be with you next time.